welcome to Simone J. What's up? This is Between the Weeks. With two freaks. Ah, yeah. Woo, woo. Oh, woo, woo. Oh. I have an update. What? I thought Juggalos said woot, woot, uh-huh. but it's whoop, whoop with a P. Oh, shit. I was saying woot, woot, too. Yeah. Woot, woop. You can't really tell listening to the episode. It sounds like we're just saying it how we say it. Yeah. Um, but in our hearts, in our minds and hearts and souls and holes, we were saying <laughs> woot, and it's whoop. Whoops. I, you know, after we ended that episode, we were kind of talking anyways, and we're like, we're actually, we're not real juggalos, but what we are are juggalo allies. We are juggalo allies, and I did add some juggalo t-shirts to our Amazon wish list. So if you go to Amazon and you go to search for someone's wish list and you type in Simone J podcast at gmail.com, uh, you can buy us some Juggalo shirts. Please do. I picked out some <laughs> that are totally shoe style and some oh. that are Sydney style. I had a good time looking at Juggalo shirts. I didn't check those out. Yeah. Well, guess what happened to me last night? What happened? I was at Zia. Uh, Watching my husband look for records. Yeah, he loves record shopping. Looking around, I found a few gems of my own. I got an X Files journal. Yeah, it says I want to believe. It's really cool. But um, I was just like bored looking through their shirts and clothes, Mm -hmm. and I came across a Hatchet Man shirt. Yes, did you get it? Of course, I got it. Fuck yeah! Yeah. Whoop 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 (laughs) (laughs) whoop whoop. Um, yeah, I got it and it's extra large and I'm going to cut it up and uh, make it shoe style. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I love like just here's the thing, which I, I number one, here's the thing is I say here's the thing a <laughs> lot. And you learn things like that when you record a lot of podcasts. It's like your catchphrase. Yeah, you learn your vocal patterns and you say, I'm terrible. I love me. Oh, my God. Speaking of that, um, sorry. No, no, you're fine. But, you know, we listen to our episodes. Oh, yeah, we do. For updates Uh and corrections. Correct. But I was listening. I sound tired, man. I need to, like. I need. I did some jumping jacks today. I got pumped up. Well, our last episode was a little low energy. I was listening to it, and <laughs> we were chilling. We were definitely chilling. Um, and I'm sure maybe listeners can't like. I can listen to an episode and say, "Ooh, Delorean, you were stoned," or or what? I don't know that everyone else can, but right. But yeah, you are you are ready to rumble tonight. tonight. I showed up. I got my my pimp coat on. She and I both, unbeknownst <laughs> to each other, uh, showed up at the studio wearing pimp coats. So this is a pimpin' pimpin' update. <laughs> we'll post pictures on Instagram. Oh, we sure will. Oh, that's um, funny. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, oh, sorry. So, so here's the thing is most people... Um, change up their identity a lot. It's an adolescent thing to do. And we are... I'm deeper in the 30s than you are. Yeah. And I still love being like, oh, I'm a I'm a Satanist now. I'm a juggalo now. Yeah. You know, oh, I, I wear all the hats. Yes. Try them on. And I also like trying on literal hats. Me too. I bought a kid's hat yesterday because it was so fucking cute. It was pink velour. And I said, this fits on my head. I'll wear this. But it doesn't. I got home and I looked in the mirror and it fits me like a yarmulke. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like a little pink velour baseball hat yarmulke, and uh, I don't know. I don't. Uh, maybe I think I'll post. You should wear it anyways. I'll post. Maybe we'll post pictures on the Instagram and ask people to vote on whether or not I should wear that hat in public. <laughs> <laughs> because I took the tags off. That eight dollars oh. is spent. It's not coming back into my life. That's hilarious. Yeah, I want to see it. Uh, this is why you just don't don't go to Target stoned or do or do and buy yarmulkes buy yarmulke hats every time i've bought something high at target i'm not mad about the purchase it's not a mature purchase yeah my chewbacca onesie that was a stoned at target purchase i do love that thing and this tiny pink yarmulke i love it i don't know if that's like the best appropriation of my funds probably not probably not but here we are. I say just go with it. I got this pimp coat at Target. Fuck yeah. Gift card too. I didn't even have to spend my, my own money. Target gift card. Yeah, yeah. Myers of a coat. If Target, if you want to hire me to sing in your commercials, I'm available. <laughs> I'm overly available. Email her at simonshapodcast at gmail.com. If there's two things I'm available for, it's uh, your dad's dick and commercial <laughs> jingles. These are what I'm open to. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I like how you commented on our Christmas episode Instagram picture. Uh -huh. And I totally in my head, I was like, <laughs> Santa zaddy. <laughs> like in Sydney DeLorean voice. It made me real happy. You do know that I've used the phrase Santa Zaddy this week. I believe it. Yeah. I, I totally believe it. Oh, God damn it. I love this is I have I got to say, speaking of Zaddies, I have a new job and I love working with people I, who don't know me. So when a really hot Zaddy walks in, I can say, oh, man, this is so awkward. I used to sleep with that guy and he just he really wanted to, things to get serious and I just wasn't ready for that and, and it's so awkward because he's here and my coworkers will believe me and I'm like are you fucking kidding me if that guy wanted things to get serious with me you think I would say no fucking look at that guy it's like a fucking GQ GQ zaddy I'm not a fucking idiot yes I work here but I'm not retarded uh, but anyways, I've I've uh, that's been my new running joke is whenever there's someone who's like fucking gorgeous, just be like, oh, it's so awkward. Like he was so in love with me, and I just wasn't that into it. <laughs> I love it. Oh, um, fun games. That's fun. Comedy jokes. Okay, updates. Okay, we're seven minutes into a twenty minute update episode. Who even gives a shit though? I don't. I'm having a great time. I'm having a great time too. I hope this is gonna this is gonna even. Up the ante. Upping the ante. Are you ready? Yes. I heard there is a reboot in the works. Of? Mad About You. Oh, my fucking God. Yeah. Oh, you know, have you ever seen footage of Old Faithful just erupting <laughs> like a geyser? You got to warn me. You don't have to tell me. Obviously, no spoilers. No spoilers. But like, be like, Sydney, for this episode, you might want to wear <laughs> some Depends. I mm. thought you might have already heard. Actually. No. I usually yes, am up on I'm, my Paul Reiser. I know. I've been. This is what happens. I have a job now. And I'm like, 
I've been working 10 to 16 hours a day and I'm slipping on my Paul Reiser. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, I'm here to give oh, it to you. Fuck. And I do like a Helen Hunt. I like oh, her. I love a Helen Hunt. Who doesn't? I don't know. Probably people who are dumb. Can a Mad About You update be good? Should I add a Mad About You DVD set to our... um? Definitely. Fuck. I got to write that down because I'm going to forget. Someone buy us that from Amazon and then Sydney and I will make a video of us sitting on a couch watching Mad About You, <gasps> you and know, send it to you. You know what would be fucking amazing? <laughs> Number one, it'll be a custom um, a custom video. You know how bespoke porn is the new thing? No, the what only- is that? Okay, so the only way to make money in porn now is doing custom videos where people will pay porn actors $5,000 to make a video that they send just to them. So John Ronson has a really good uh, podcast series that I think was released by Audible about tech and the porn industry and the evolution. And one of the episodes is about bespoke porn because basically porn is free now. So how do you make money at it? And it's doing custom videos that are just for one person. That's so fun. So we'll do that, right? Yeah. So we'll do that for a listener, but it'll just be us watching mad about yeah and it'll be like uh, i don't know three days long i'm thinking also i've never done cocaine but i would do cocaine to do a marathon video of me watching every episode of mad about you ever without ever going to sleep yeah i'll consider it okay i will stay in that room and not leave and pee in a bucket okay (laughs) so (laughs) There's that. Okay. God, you're a good friend. (laughs) You're a good friend and you're a great uh, co-host. Oh, thank you. Of a podcast. Thank you. Yeah. (sighs) Well, the premise would be for Mad About You, the reboot, that um, they are dealing with empty nesting syndrome once their daughter, Mabel, starts to head off to college. Ooh. So. It might be good. It might be good. It's in the very preliminary stages, so there's no deal set yet. But I did read that they have been having conversations with Helen Hunt and Paul Reiser. So I feel like they're both too good for that shit. But what do I know? I kind of don't like any of the reboots that have happened thus far. So I don't know. But I'm willing to give it a go. The weird thing about the reboots is they know their fan base and they can write specifically for the fan base which creates like a really campy fun thing for existing fans like I'm thinking of Fuller House I watched the first season and it is very good for the fans of that show but it's weird it's almost weird to know how specific your audience is and be able to write this weird pandering thing that doesn't need to have mass appeal it's like bespoke porn it's bespoke sitcoms it really is i watched the new x-files and i was like that was it i yeah you know i was like okay (laughs) i mean i feel i just feel like everything must die like yes let's move on i i just kind of don't even like all the remakes of of movies no they're terrible come up with something new exactly i'm like there's so many for example i was almost late i had to rip myself from my couch and tv because i was watching the new season of black mirror yeah and i was like halfway through an episode i was like oh that show is so good 
Have you seen it? Yes, but it's hard. I actually, I started watching it when I lived alone and I was spending too much time alone. And um, it's just not a show you should watch when you're no. spending a lot of time alone. Or when you're depressed. Yeah, and you shouldn't binge watch paranoid. it. Or you're paranoid. Yeah, none there, of those things. Yeah, there was, I did go through a time like that where I was yeah. like, I'm staying away from the Black Mirror. Yeah. From the Dexter, from the Six Feet Under. Yes. I don't need to be all sad no. and weirded out like that. No. Sometimes you just need the background to your life to be sex in the city or uh, the girls next door or something. Those are generally if I'm trying to like just stay motivated while working on like when I redid all my kitchen cabinets and that was a fucking month long nightmare because it turns out refinishing all of the cabinetry in your house is a lot of work. They uh, looked great though. It did look great. Um, Thank you. Uh, but I was like, all right, this is like a lot of solitary time we're going to put on. And I, I watched all of sex in the city and all of the girls next door while I did that. Cause I was like, I just need some girls to hang out with me and have a fun time. (laughs) Otherwise I'm going to go stir crazy standing all this wood. I like that. Yeah. When I don't want to think I watch the Kardashians and it's just like, I turn into a zombie and it's good. I'm like brain shut off. We all need that sometimes. Yeah. Get rid of the anxiety because nothing's nothing's happening now. Yeah. Kim's talking and there's just no activity in the brain. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Save yourself the money it costs to go on a Ram Dass retreat and just watch a marathon (laughs) of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I mean, people hate and I get it. And I know that everyone's like, if you watch it, you're just adding to their fucking empire of shit but they help me because i'm a zombie yeah and i need it so they are doing me a very specific service yeah i love it also i feel like they have mastered a commercialism they've created a project a product and mastered commercializing it and they have no shame in their game about it and i respect that it's like when people talk about how disney is all about like commercial because they will put their fucking logos on anything oh yeah you can buy stuff with disney logos at it anywhere from uh the dollar tree to ethan allen like it is <laughs> yeah. they will fucking brand it but you know what they there's no shame in their game where they're like we've created a product we've created a thing that people's brains light up with dopamine when they see it and like that is a service We've created something that makes people happy. So give us some fucking money. And I'm like, I see you, boo. There's like, there's like, I go to Disney on ice because I love ice skating. Um, I just love it. You love ice skating? Well, I was, I I was a figure skater when I was younger. Do you remember when you took me to the ice skating rink downtown? Oh yeah. We went skating last winter. I tried to hold your hand and you wouldn't hold my hand. That's not true. Is that true? Yeah. No. Like you did for a minute, but you're like, okay. Go, you have to skate. Did I think that? No, you didn't think I was like trying to. I did, but maybe I thought you were joking about needing to hold my hand. Probably. That rink was rough, though. It was rough, and I'm not an ice skater, so I was like, someone help me. But I was skating around. It was like trying to ice skate on gravel. It really was. It had not seen a Zamboni. (laughs) I'll tell you something about that ice rink. It had not seen a Zamboni. But you were there doing turns. 
You were doing it. Did I do turns? Like around the rink. I mean, (laughs) I can can skate. But anyways, I think because I watch it and I feel like the freedom it feels like it's been so long since I've skated like that, but I'm able to watch it and feel how free it feels to be able to do those things with your body. Yeah. And have like have this open expanse of ice and just be able to really stretch your body out and express yourself through movement and so I really enjoy watching it because it gives me a little bit of that feeling um but anyways at Disney on Ice they sell like fucking light up pieces of plastic that are $50 or something it's insane (laughs) it's like because the people come through the stands and they're like do you want $10 cotton candy do you want a $30 piece of fucking plastic (laughs) and the parents have to buy it because the kids want it because The perceived value, I mean, that's marketing, is increasing perceived value. That piece of plastic costs 10 cents to make. Yeah. But they've created a mechanism that makes the perceived value of it $30. They're like, it's Disney. It's Disney, and it's part of this experience, and I have to have this stupid light-up spinner with, you know, Elsa on it or whatever. And I'm, I kind of, I kind of respect that because it's so grossly commercial. Yeah, it really is. Do you love Winter Olympics? Um, I should watch them more. So I just recently got back into watching figure skating because for mm. years it was really painful for me to watch. Oh, I basically I was like I was OK and I skated about six days a week. I had training before school, after school. I took dance lessons to supplement it. And then I had to have <clears throat> I'd have bone surgery on my feet and I didn't rehab from it well. Um, because it's fucking bone surgery. Yeah. And when I went back to skating, my, I just remember one of the first days back to skating, my parents woke me up at 5am, took me to the rink so I could skate before school. And I hadn't eaten yet. And I got off the ice and went to like, eat like some snack before going back on the ice. And my mom was like, I'm not, I didn't do this. I'm not paying for this. I didn't get up this early in the morning for you to not be skating, for you to just be sitting here eating what blah, blah, blah. And like. This is the environment I grew up in is like, if you weren't the best, then it was pointless. And I really hate that attitude. And it took me until my late 20s to realize that it doesn't matter where you rank in something. It matters whether you enjoy the experience of doing it. Right. But that's not the way I was raised. I was raised, if you aren't the best figure skater, if you aren't going to be an Olympian, then you're nothing. Then there's no point. There's no point in doing this if you aren't going to be an Olympian. And basically, it was a big blowout war, and my lessons were taken away from me because my parents made me feel as though I wasn't taking it serious and blah, blah, blah. Oh my God, that's so sad. Yeah. And so, um, immediately, like after that, I, uh, you know, puberty happened and I gained weight because I went from doing all that training yeah. to not. And I just, it was very hard for me to go from being an athlete to being not an athlete. And like, I just didn't know. I don't know. But anyway, so it was really painful for me to watch skating for a long time because it was like, (laughs) it was something that was taken from me in such a a mean way. Yeah. I would have understood if they were like, hey, we're not going to pay for you to train six days a week. But if you still want to do it twice a week, totally cool. Yeah. Um... But it was it was like, yeah, if you aren't turned up to 11, 
at your 12 sessions, because that's how many sessions I had scheduled a week, eight to 12 skating sessions. If you aren't full strength at all of those, you don't get anything. That's insane. Like, first off, that's a lot. Yeah, for a child. Yeah, that's like overkill. Yeah. And also, that's just terrible. Yeah, and they'd always be like, "You're a, you're eleven. Like, you're not even ranking where an eleven year old should be on their way to like." Oh my god, They're which like, is you need to be Tanya Harding, bitch, right? It was. <laughs> oh no. That's so or sad. they would compare me to Tanya Harding, who I like. They were like, "You're Tanya Harding. You're not." They wanted. Oh, me. you need to be. <laughs> so Tara Lipinski, oh, who oh, she later okay. won a gold medal. She trained at my skating club. And she was a year younger than I was, but was like already ranking in junior nationals. And my parents are like, well, you're already old. So, oh, my God. Why would we? And I'm like, what the fuck? Are you fucking Asian? Like with your tiger mom bullshit? Get out of here. Did you listen to the last um, my favorite murder? I don't know. Okay. well, there was there recently was one about um, a girl who had like. Asian tiger parents and it did not go so well. It did well. not go well? Oh, I did. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Go listen to that episode, everyone. Yeah. If you like my favorite murder. Which you should because uh, it's yeah. awesome. I I feel like there's people who are like, I don't want to hear about murder. I don't break my soft bubble of life. And I respect that. I respect that. That's fair. But then there's the other half of the people that are like, we're all going to die someday. Tell me about these horrible crimes. Yeah. Also, I really like when they just talk about their lives. Me too. I enjoy those women. Yeah. They're, They're great. great. They're great ladies. And we're going to see them live in just a couple weeks. Whoop, 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 whoop. Do we have any other <laughs> updates? Well, I just had like just random things, really. I watched Unforgettable on HBO. What's with that? Catherine Heigl and Rosaria Dawson. Ooh. That movie is so good. If you have HBO, please sit down and watch it. You will be so thoroughly entertained. And if you don't, you know what? Consider renting it. Okay. Like it, you I'll might, rent it. Yeah. So Catherine Heigl is like a divorcee. Rosaria Dawson comes in and is the new girlfriend mm-hmm. to the husband. And Catherine gets real upset. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to check it out. It's real good. You know what I watched I wanted to tell you about? Um, is It's called Strange Weather, and it's on Netflix, and it has Holly Hunter in it, who we've established we like. Yes. She is still amazing, and she has the tiniest little body. Yeah. She has the tiniest yeah. little body. Um. And it has Carrie Coon from Fargo and the, what was that show? The Leftovers. Mm. So she's a great actress. And um, this woman, basically, her son has committed suicide 10 years earlier and something sparks her to kind of look into it. And it's one of those movies where nothing's really resolved, but it just Uh is about women being strong, searching themselves. It's real good. I highly recommend Strange Weather. I think you'll like it. I'm going to check uh, it out. It also has this guy uh, who was, uh, oh, now I'm going to forget his name. His name's Kim something, and he was on Sons of Anarchy. Anyways, him and Holly Hunter in it are an item, and that's real hot. <laughs> I just was watching it, and I was thinking to myself, because I think Holly Hunter is 50, and I said, I hope when I am 50, I am that smoking 
and strong and I have some rugged man like that tearing up my puss because get it girl hashtag goals <laughs> I love that <laughs> Hashtag goals. Hashtag goals. I just still want to be a vibrant, strong woman in my 50s. Also, she lives in the South. She's got a garden. (laughs) She has a a weather-beaten cowboy hat and a pickup truck and a dog and a garden and gets that puss torn up by a a rugged uh, bar owner. Nice. I'm definitely going to check that She's out now. She's trying to get grants to get her master's degree. I really found it all very relatable. Is it sexy? Is it a movie I should watch alone? It's not super sexy. Okay. I'm I'll making it sound sexy because most of it is about her unraveling what her son's life was like. <laughs> that's not sexy at all. But it's it's like it's a hot summer and there's just these strong women wearing <laughs> tank tops sweating. Okay. I'll like just a, feel empowered then. I like, yeah, you'll feel empowered and be like, I'm going to be a strong, I'm a strong woman now. You can be a strong woman when you're old and I don't know. Forever strong. Or, yeah. <laughs> I just I also like a steamy southern drama where it's this mm. I just everyone's sweating you're just moist Ooh, so dewy <laughs> yes it's a dewy it's a dewy drama it's a dewy drama is the category uh, and I love that um all right so is that it is that for yeah I did you hear about feral audio no this is some podcast drama news oh we need to know about it because I love feral audio well no more? No more. What happened? I was uh in the <clears throat> Natch Butte group, as I am, yes. a Feral Audio podcast that's wonderful. You should go listen to it if you like about makeup mm-hmm. and shit like that. And Jackie's hilarious. She's the best. Um, but the owner um apparently was accused of sexual harassment and admitted to it and is shutting down the company completely and is going to go to rehab um well hopefully someone buys out that company because feral audio is home of yeah duncan trussell natch butte is my favorite murder on feral they used to be but they're not anymore okay. i believe um but teen creep yeah like uh dumb people town yeah some of the best shows are on feral audio really good shows so I was like, whoa, man. How the fuck do you go to rehab for sexual harassment? I think it's just a cop out, honestly. That's my opinion. Uh, I don't think it's anything that needs rehabbing. I think it's just people being assholes. Well, and like you don't um, change. It's a personality defect. You don't change that in like two weeks or a month at rehab. I honestly feel like it's just um, powerful men's way of being like, a mia couple like i'm sorry look at me i'm going to rehab yes. look at me trying to get better right wink 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 it's a public so. show which rehab yeah. is a sham and that's a whole nother thing and maybe we'll one day do a 10-part series on addiction and science um but rehabs Ooh. are like the most uh ineffective thing in the entire world yeah so they're so, not they're not based on any uh study or science or data they're just like a place that you go and then society goes well they went to that place why aren't they better yeah why aren't you fixed yeah or they just like they're like oh you're all better now and you went you went to rehab you're fine yeah stop it stop yeah stop it just stop it so i just thought like that was crazy jackie addressed it and was like yeah i'm like no matter what i'm still gonna do my podcast but um i haven't heard anyone talk about it like in podcasts 
Huh. So I'm like, what's going on here? I mean, maybe but, it's so fresh that the podcasts haven't caught up with it. Or oh, maybe that's they so don't true. Because a lot of people do just put them out. Yeah. Like, auto. Yeah. Matic. <laughs> All right, that's it. That's it. So um, have a great day, everyone. Also, there's a 17-year-old Israeli woman who's an activist who was kidnapped in the middle of the night and is being held in solitary confinement for going on a podcast and speaking against her government. Oh, my God. And apparently the these Israeli soldiers um, have taken over 2,000 children unlawfully and they um, accuse them of terrorism for speaking out against things of against their government. Um, so yeah, here that was, that was here's <laughs> but here's the thing. I don't understand the Middle East. No, me like, neither. I don't understand it at all. But I do know that I've met some people who are very like pro Israel, like so pro Israel that they like can't even conceive that maybe like both sides are wrong or yeah if you keep being so bullheaded uh you know you're never gonna make peace and uh i think that's very weird yeah but it's also you it's weird when you like politicize religious beliefs so things get complicated i guess it's all weird i don't know anything about it i just bring it up because it's just one of those stories that kind of flew under the radar Uh and also everyone's like no we're not gonna help her because um that's their government and like they're just let them deal with it what um but everyone can go look it up and like get into it and look more her name's ahead tamami tamimi ahead tamimi okay ahead tamimi a H E D Tamimi T A M I M I. Okay. So look it up. I was just like, <clears throat> this is one of those weird stories that you'd probably see on like last week tonight or something, John Oliver. Yeah. That no one's really talking about, but is super fucked up. Yeah, that's so, like a big deal. And then that kind of led me into conspiracies of like, what was really going on when SpaceX launched? Like, what's really happening every time like big news things are put out yeah what what laws are really getting made i don't know i don't know but i'll address that on my other podcast about conspiracy theories so yeah um we gotta go because this update's just turned into a ramble song this has been a real but it's because we missed you guys (laughs) we missed you so much we just love you (laughs) why do you never call you never call your podcasters (laughs) i put my number on the internet you don't care what's your number six four six seven seven eight seven seven four three that's a real number so call it's my real telephone number leave a message if you want us to play it on the podcast or if we happen to be recording we'll answer yeah like get into it follow us on twitter so that we can tweet out that we're taking calls and we can take calls live on the air because we have those technical abilities now we've made it happen we do it's a new whole new world where we can talk to you live on a pre-recorded podcast So weird.